Hey everyone, welcome into another episode of the Triple Babble Podcast, where we discuss all things NFL, provide weekly game breakdown and analysis, we talk fantasy football, betting angles, and of course, dedicated Dallas Cowboys content. I'm Trev, and I'm joined by my host TP, as well as uh, El Jefe. How are you doing, TP, man? What's going on with you? Bonsoir. Como se va? We're practicing languages out here on this side of town. <laughs> Just in case the Cowboys make me have to leave the country if they let me down this week. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What type of bet you got going on where you got to no, leave the country? No, no, I don't, have, they... I, don't have any, I don't have any bets. It's just okay. from yeah. secondhand embarrassment. Ah, okay, okay. Embarrassment. I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that is quite the condition yeah. to have. Um, so. Yeah, there's only so much I can deal with. I remember after, you know, after a fair amount of games, people tend to seek me out. I don't even know why, because I never say anything negative to anybody. I don't talk trash, as they call it. So, you know, otherwise everything's been good, man. I've been I've been laying low all for the rest of the week. So no work. No He's work. Laying low till next year. Living the life. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Feels good. How you guys doing? Um, I'm good though. Um, I'm also uh laying low till next year. Um, just taking a little time off from work. Um, but yeah, it's uh I'm looking forward to this week of NFL. Um, we're in week 17. At the end of the season, pretty much, um, playoff spots being locked up, a lot of different scenarios. Uh, coaches are, you know, um, kind of taking players out of games. You know, players are, you know, not playing. Uh, injury report manipulation. Got to love it. It's a lot of fun stuff happening. Fantasy championships, playoffs happening um, this time of year. So a lot of cool stuff. But, um, yeah, everything's good. Everything's cool. Um, Hefe, man, how you doing? Oh, man, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You know, living the dream. Uh, it's nice to hear y'all Y'all get a little ag- uh, side action, you know, away from work, off for the holidays. Unfortunately for me, I will be clocked in uh, for the rest of this week. Um, so, you know, congratulations to y'all, too. I hope you guys en- enjoy your breaks. Hope you guys get some much-needed rest. I know, I know y'all need it. Um, but, you know, other than that, Let's go ahead and get right into a little Christmas Day wrap up. We had we had three games on on Christmas. We had the Packers and Dolphins up first, and you know the game started off pretty high scoring. Got into halftime, it was uh, twenty to thirteen uh, Dolphins, and Packers ended up turning things around. Ended up winning the game twenty six to twenty, shutting the Dolphins out in the second half of this game. TP man, how you feel about the Dolphins getting shut out the second half? Green Bay picking up a win and possibly sneaking in the playoffs. I mean, Aaron Rodgers has some sort of guardian angel or somebody made a couple phone calls to <laughs> Tua's sideline and let him know, hey, man, we need to just get this game to the Packers because, Lord, if he just give the game to the Green Bay Packers. I mean, the Green Bay Packers looked like they had, you know, there was nothing really going for them. Aaron Jones was injured. Um, A.J. Dillon wasn't, I mean, he was doing all right, but it wasn't anything too crazy. Um, couldn't really get Romeo Dubs the ball. Randall Cobb dropping passes here and there. Christian Watson was the only one really seeming like, you know, he wanted to really do something. Defense wasn't really playing that well either, but to attack Ovaloa, man, what are you going to do except to give the game away? That's what he did. That One of those interceptions, I think the last interception where Sewell Douglas was god awful. He just basically like threw it to him. He's like, oh, yeah, here we go. Let's just end the game right here, right now. Um, I don't know what, what the issue is in Miami. I believe they've lost five straight or four straight now. They need to figure it out and fast because they are spiraling. I believe it was last year. It's kind of like the opposite. They had started off bad, and then they came on strong towards the end of the season. This year, it's the complete opposite. I don't know what's going on. 
Um, they're going to talk about that. Mike McDaniel, I know a couple weeks ago you said, hey, this is my fault. I don't think it's necessarily your fault right now. Um, something's got to give with the players. Tyreek Hill having an excellent season. I I will say that. But otherwise, I don't know. This Miami team has completely fallen to shambles. Yeah, they, they really have fallen to shambles. And uh, Trev, man, with two out now in concussion protocol, they got two division games coming up. Uh, and TP, to your point, they're on a four-game lo- losing streak as of right now. And could they just finish the season losing out, Trev? What do you think about that? Well, I want to go back to the Green Bay game, first of all. Um, it was suggested that Tua had injured himself um, with concussion during that game, and that could have resulted in his terrible play in that second half. Um, they were doing really good at first in the first, and then he just kind of started turning the ball over. You know, I'm sitting there watching the game with family, and we're just like, man, the Dolphins are, you know, about to beat Rodgers. And, you know, my family, they don't like Rodgers because, um, you know, we're Cowboys fans. And um, Tua just keeps turning the ball over. Like, dude, what's going on with this man? So um, maybe that had something to do with his injury. He seemed to have suffered some sort of concussion during the game. Um, according to his comments and comments in the media that came um uh, a day later, day two days later after the game. Um, so it's surprising that no one caught that. Um, you know, they have different spotters, especially for Tua, because he's a player that has suffered multiple concussions this season. And, you know, we saw the one earlier in the year when they played the Bengals, and um, he seemed to be having um, complications where he, you know, I think his limbs were, you know, um, his fingers and arms were, you know, clenching up and things like that. So. <laughs> Um, you just think there'd be heightened awareness around him when he gets hurt or if he exhibits any signs of um of uh you know concussion symptoms. But um yeah, so who knows? I, I mean someone on that staff and Dolphins organization, somebody needs to probably lose their job or you know get reprimanded because th- that's unexcusable um for that to keep happening. I'm sure two at points in the game probably said he was fine, let's keep going. Um, but these things are starting to come out as their season starts to um starts to falter. Um, as for losing out, I mean, sure, it's possible. The same way they, you know, have kind of done this in seasons past where they uh, lose all these games and they win all these games. It just seems like they're on the reverse, like you said, Hefe. And this is easily a spot where they could, um, you know, really just just lose out and just and just exit the playoff picture. Um, I think New England has a good chance to win. Um, they just play really well. Teddy Bridgewater will be starting. So it's not even up to two at this point in time. It's just up to... Um, that organization um, to play call really well and, and to figure out what they can do against the uh, New England Patriots. Um, no one gives it up like this Miami defense. So I think even Mac Jones might have opportunity to look pretty good against them um, in, in the next matchup. But yeah, I think the Dolphins could potentially um, miss the postseason this year. All right. Well, let's get right into the uh, next game. We had the Broncos traveling to LA to play the Rams and, the Rams literally made this game almost go over the total points twice. Just their they're just their score alone with 51 points. They they almost had 10 points a quarter with the only quarter they uh third quarter they scored a field goal in. Uh Trev man, how, how do you feel about Baker in this blowout and and Russ throwing three interceptions? Man, um you had asked me and I think you know I did get my pick for this. I picked the Broncos to cover that spread, which I think was set at maybe two or something like that. You know, I was okay with that pick just because of my confidence in the Broncos defense, nothing about their offense or anything like that. Uh, man, what a lopsided game, man. But it had a lot of views. I was looking at a tweet earlier and it said the viewership for that game was like 
20 million, 20 to 25 million, more than every NBA Christmas game combined. People watch that, um, that Broncos and uh, Rams game. And both of those teams had already been eliminated from playoff contention. So that kind of just shows you NFL rules, um, the rules American sports for the most part. But um, man, uh, Russell Wilson, man, I, I, don't, I, I don't know what to say about that brother. I mean, he's just not, <laughs> he's not doing what, was close to what was even expected of him. Um, just struggling, seems to be on all fronts. The offensive line, uh, I saw them getting a little chippy after the game. Um, it's it's a lot of um, discomfort, to say at least, going on there. The coach just got fired recently, Daniel Hackett, uh, just not a fit. Someone had to get fired. But um, the Rams, they did their thing. I mean, they just kept capitalizing on every opportunity presented to them. Baker Mayfield, I mean, this man looked <laughs> – they made him look good in this in this offense starting against that defense. Um, but it was a meaningless game in terms of it has no ramifications um, for playoff standings. And these guys just went out there and played. The Rams did. They handled business. The run game looked good. The pass game looked good. Baker Mayfield looked like an all-pro quarterback, pro bowl quarterback. Um, not much else to say. I mean, they Russell turned it over so many times. I mean, there's no way you're going to win in a game like that. Um, so... Yeah, just a terrible, yeah. terrible game from the Broncos. Yeah, it was a terrible game. And uh, TP, I'm not sure where you were at watching this game, but I was here at home with, with my family. I was home. My Both my grandparents were here, and we were sitting here watching this game. My grandmother, she was like, is that – that's Russell Wilson? Man, he just needs to hang it up and retire. I don't know. And then <laughs> – she said some. She was talking about how uh, somebody told her that Sierra drained him and all this other stuff, and I'm just like, okay, hold on. Um, and I, I mean, what what do you think is is it time for Russell to hang this one up? I mean, is it should we should we say bye to him? I mean, I know football. There's offense and defense, and Russell Wilson doesn't really play defense. But I mean, the way he turned the ball over, turned the ball over three times. Uh, I don't know if it's time to hang it up, but I mean, the defense is probably calling for him to, you know, be removed, paycheck, paycheck, whatever. You know what I mean? He's he's not doing his team any favors. Uh, I think Brett Rippon came in. He turned the ball over two, gave up a, a pick six, if I'm not mistaken. It's just, it's not, it's not a good look for this Broncos organization right now. I know John Lynch and uh, John Elway a little bit frustrated with what's going on up here in Denver. But I mean, it is what it is. You paid Russell Wilson all this money. He gets your coach fired. I mean, he didn't. He may not have necessarily got the coach fired. It's obviously there's, there's more to it than just that aspect of it. I mean, you know, we've talked about in pre-production. He apologized for his bad play, and that obviously there's obviously a direct correlation between that and the firing of their coach. Anytime Baker Mayfield and them put up fifty plus points on you, something's got to give. Something has got to change immediately. So I mean, that's that's also probably a reason why the coach got fired because Baker Mayfield, for what it's worth, was probably on his way out of the NFL, right? And then he comes in. Congratulations, actually, Tyler Higby for the multi touchdown game and Cam Akers for blowing this game out of the water as well. Uh, you know, excellent performance, but this Broncos team, man, a far cry from what everyone believed where they were going to be this season. You know, Russ was teaming up with Jerry Judy, uh, Cortland Sutton, and, you know, obviously they've been plagued with a bit of injuries throughout the season with their running back situation. Running backs fumbling the ball. What's uh, what's his name? Melvin Gordon, I believe. He's fumbling the ball a lot earlier in the season. So there's there's just a lot of issues on their offense. Trev, to your point, their defense does play well. But, I mean, 
Russell Wilson wasn't doing them any favor, so they were kind of just behind the eight ball throughout the majority of this game. So it's unfortunate somebody had to be sacrificed, but as you said also in, in pre-production, if you're going to sacrifice somebody, you got to sacrifice the coach. That's the first That's the first domino to topple, and then we'll see what happens going after the fact. So Russ, I think uh, – He's going to be back. back. Russ is going to – the money they paid him, he's going to be back next year no matter what. So I mean, yeah, he's got to get paid, but, I mean, it might be time for him to sit on the bench, do some um, – what is it, mentoring. He should be doing some mentoring. I don't know if they can sit a contract like that on the bench. No, you can you can. They can and they won't. They could and they will not. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Just look, just look at Carson Wentz, man. Uh, he's, I was he's already back playing. That's, that's definitely what's going on. Is, uh, I guess the stipulation like, no, no, no. You have to go out there and pay. I mean, play. We're paying you all this money. It's pay to play here. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> or play to get paid, what... however you want to word it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much what it is. Uh, but let's go ahead and let's get into that last uh, Christmas Day game. We had Tom Brady on the screen going to Arizona to play the Cardinals and what should have just been an easy cakewalk game for the Bucks, but they ended up having to take this team into overtime and they, they escaped with a field goal win, 19-16. Uh, to 16. And I guess that was the only Christmas gift that um, Tom Brady got for this Christmas. Uh, TP, what do you think? Hold on, we got to stop talking about that man's family. But allegedly, you know, they talk about <laughs> I mean, to, to your point in the last segment, you know, you said Sierra was draining Russ. Allegedly, Giselle is some sort of a witch or whatever, and she took her powers from Tom Brady when, the, you know, the whole divorce took place. So maybe that's why he's looking very human, very mortal. He has fallen from Olympus, absolutely. Two interceptions um, going toe-to-toe with, what, McSorley? With, I forgot McSorley's first name, but... Trace. Trace McSorley going toe-to-toe with that guy. I did have a bet he was going to go over um, – McSorley was going to go over 200, I believe, and it hit, but the rest of my part, my rest of my legs didn't hit or a couple more legs didn't hit, so that screwed me. But I digress. Um, these guys, I mean, the Bucs I I, – matter of fact, I don't want to say anything too negative about the Bucs because it'll be our luck that we have to play the Bucs and then the Bucs and Tom Brady will, you know, channel their his, his inner New England Tom Brady. But they are struggling to put points on the board. And whether it's Tom Brady's fault, the offense, or Rashad White, young guy, you know, he kind of he's kind of like an upstart for this offense. Tom's just gonna have to figure it out as the season progresses because he has a divisional game coming up that's gonna be big and it's gonna determine it's gonna have a lot of playoff implications there. Uh Cardinals, I mean, that might be the next domino to fall as far as coaches. If they haven't, did Cliff get fired yet? He hasn't been fired. Cliff no, didn't. Cliff didn't, but he might keep his job because his quarterback got hurt. Oh, got to scapegoat somebody. I mean, Kinda yeah, hard. somebody's got to get uh, – he just might keep it. Yeah, I mean – Quarterback is hurt. Normally, they let the coach um, slide for a year. Kyle can play some video games. I mean, it, it, it works out for everybody. Kyle gets to play video games and heal up. Cliff gets to keep his job. See if uh, Trace McSorley can get it done. But, yeah, no, this, this game was very ugly from start to finish. But Tom Brady did pull it, pull the uh, the rabbit out of the hat, brought it to overtime. I remember I was talking, we were talking, all three of us were talking, and it was like, oh, brought Tom Brady brought it back, and then won in overtime. I was like, there's no fucking way. But Tom Brady's Tom Brady. The NFL is not going to let him go out without some sort of bang. So, yeah, yeah, that is true, man. Trev, how how'd you feel about this uh, last game on Christmas Day? It's a terrible game, um, to me. 
<laughs> not terrible. Uh, not exciting. Uh, Tom Brady playing like um, like the non-Tom Brady. <laughs> like you guys said, powers drain and like Space Jam. Um, the talent <laughs> left him somehow. But um, he's old. Man, this team is probably a playoff team. End of the day, it's probably a playoff team. Winner of a division. Um, yeah. So we'll see about that. Um, I don't know what else to say about them. I mean, I think that the Carolina Panthers present a challenge. Um, they've already lost to them this year. I think they were 13-point favorites. Um, everyone put their money on that. <laughs> everyone lost their money. Um, so that was surprising, uh, you know, when they lost early in the season. But that was just more of what's to come for this team. It's a divisional matchup. I think now they are three-point favorites, Carolina is. And, man, did they have a good game last week. Um they could potentially win this game. I don't think they will, um, but they could. It wouldn't surprise me. It would not surprise me. Um, overall, my opinion is that the Cardinals are not good. The Buccaneers are not good. Um, but one of those teams, the Buccaneers, are still in the race for a playoff spot. So not much to say. Um, just not an exciting game uh, to end uh, Christmas Day. But uh, Tom Brady will be um that was his first win on christmas day um only time he's played on christmas day as well so um good for him good for speak him. lightly on, on anybody that, we, that potentially is in the nfc south because we never know yeah we never know we do not we have no idea speak lightly don't speak too ill yeah yeah that's that's true that's that's, that's true they could, we Ill. could face any of those teams and they could they could handle us you know all right, well, you know what? Let's let's we don't know which Dallas is gonna show up, man. Yeah, we really we have no idea which Dallas team is gonna show up. So if we well, if we draw them, yeah, it's possible. Let's go ahead and get out of the NFC then, fellas, and let's go ahead and recap Monday night football. Let's talk about them Chargers traveling to the Colts. That first quarter was pretty dry, but things picked up a little bit in the second. The third was a bunch of defense, and so was the fourth. Colts got shut out for three quarters of football only put up a field goal in this game. Chargers handled this one pretty easily. Um, they actually covered my last leg on my teaser I had. Trev, man, did, hopefully you punched something in on this. There were a few things I cast. Um, I did pick that FanDuel boost. It was um, Herbert, 200 yards, and I, uh, Chargers win. Um, it looked too easy, and I'm just like, I was reading too this tweet easy. On, I was reading this tweet on Twitter, and it was like, um, it was just like. So was the Brady the, one. The money, yeah, the Brady one too, but it's like the money that the books took earlier that day from across sports. Like sometimes they give you a freebie, you know, and it's sometimes it's like it's so clear that this is gonna win, but it's it's like you're so scared because like all the other you know boosted bets lost. Look, they made their money, they cleaned up on Christmas, man. The books had a good Christmas, um, but sometimes every once in a while they give you a gift. Oh, that was it was only a fifty dollar gift. Yeah, it was yeah, exactly. But sometimes they present you with these opportunities and and they hope that your psych got enough from what happened previously where you don't want to take the bet at all. So uh, yeah, they uh they covered the game uh pretty easily. Um didn't even make it look challenging, but I mean the Colts had packed it in and they said they're gonna start Nick Foles. As bad as Matt Ryan has played, um, and as good as Nick Foles has been in his career at certain points. We knew what was going on when well, we should have known the collective audience should have known what was going on when they decided to um announce Foles as a starter. Man had three interceptions. Um, what do you have? Less than 150 yards passing or something like that. I can't remember his exact uh passing numbers, but I 143. mean 143. Yeah, he looked like a guy who had not um 
played live football all year, which is exactly what he was. I'm sure he's been throwing passes in practice, but live football, like where, you know, you get hit, tackled. No, he didn't look like a guy that, you know, was ready for all that. Um, So um, I've always said Foles will just always be great in Philly. Um, So, but outside of that, I mean, he just has not been the guy. I didn't think he was going to be the guy in week 16 in the NFL season for a team that is, they know they're not going to the playoffs and this is the end of the year and they have an interim head coach. (laughs) Like I never thought, that would be the case. Um, so yeah, that was it was it was interesting. Um, my opponent, I was playing fantasy football and my opponent had Keenan Allen. And uh there's a point in the game where Keenan Allen caught this pass and he was going like tiptoeing down the sideline and he went to the end zone. I was like, Oh man, that's it. <laughs> like that's it. And they said he stepped out of bounds. He said his toe stepped out of bounds. And so it, it basically um half of that yardage and the touchdown were uh, were called back. I won by like the skin of my teeth, like five points. Um so it was just crazy, crazy um matchup in that one. Um, even funnier because I I drafted Keenan Allen and I dropped him, and my opponent had picked him up at some point in the season because this man didn't play for like you know eight weeks or whatever. Um, so yeah, it came full circle, but it didn't bite me in the butt. Um, which was nice. But um, overall, I mean, the Chargers clinched a playoff spot that was huge for them. Um, huge for Herbert, huge for that organization. I think it bought um bought that coach uh, Staley another year. Um, leading that team there were rumors that he'd be out um it'd be a team that another coach might want to um you know gravitate to so um not much else to say yeah apparently um Sean Payton has his eyes looking over on um the Chargers we'll see what happens there but uh TP man how you feel about Justin Herbert um getting his first career pl- uh, playoff uh, appearance this year um earlier this season well pretty much week one you know, I know I came on here and said that I was a Justin Herbert supporter and I was going to be supporting the Chargers going forward. Obviously, that was a bit hyperbolic, um, you know, a bit exaggerated. But I am happy for the kid, you know. Um, I'm not going to be calling him Justin Rivers anymore. It's kind of disrespectful, even though I know it's a, it can be an agreed point upon in um, certain rooms, certain conversations. Um, but I do want to say congratulations to the Chargers for making it to the playoffs. Darren James, you know better, man. Stop, stop leaning with your head. You know you can't do that, especially if they have an interception early in the game. Don't get ejected doing some, you know, don't, you know, putting players at risk. Just not necessarily doing all that. Austin Eckler getting two TDs, very good. Love to see that. Keenan Allen have an excellent game. How the yards, love to see that again. A little too, uh, it's a little too late, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, what can I really say about this game? Aside from the Chargers, they had, did what they need to do. Uh, no BDN. As we spoke about in the previous podcast, no BDN from Nick Foles. And to your point, Trev, I also feel the same way. Uh, I was like, what did you just say? And then it yeah. just, it all just, I just remembered. Yeah. I was like, bro. <laughs> and then I said it, I said it in my head. Like, what did that, I was like, oh, okay. That's so yeah, no, no BDN, no BDN for the Colts. Uh, he's definitely, <laughs> that's only a Philly, that's a Philly exclusive oh thing. They say what the, I, I saw a couple of a game uh, the other day, they were like, Oh, the the sneak, the Philadelphia Eagles should name that something. So, you know, BDN is obviously exclusive to Philadelphia and Philadelphia only. Uh, you know, a bunch of old quarterbacks on that Colts roster, Jeff Saturday. I don't think you're going to be coming back. But, I mean, you had a, you had your fun on the sideline. Yeah, the Colts, they, they pretty much shut it down. Jonathan Taylor's out. Matt Ryan should be retiring. Nick Foles, I mean, you might as well retire too. You, you mean you won a Super Bowl, bro. Philly special, you did all that stuff. So, no, let's just call it what it is. Keep it moving. It's good. You know, it is what it is. Way to end the, the holiday season. 
All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into the reason we're all here. Thursday night football. And, of course, we got the Cowboys in there in that time slot this week. 11-4 and four Cowboys traveling to the 7-8 and eight Titans. The Cowboys travel to Tennessee on a short week and look to continue to build momentum for the playoffs. The Titans are set to play their final home game of the season. Now losers in five straight. Look to finish the season out strong and try and still win the AFC South. This will be Willis's first Thursday night action, while Prescott is six and five straight up on Thursday night football. The Cowboys are eleven and four against the spread in their last fifteen road games, while the Titans are zero and zero four and one against the spread in their last five games. The total has gone under in ten of the Titans' last twelve home games, while the Cowboys have hit the over in five straight games. Well, with all that said and more, this guy behind me, I see you're questionable on the report. I know I normally would love to see you in the game, but I, I, I hear what TP's saying. He said it, and I'm listening. I do think you should sit this one out, actually. After long consideration, you need to rest up. You need some rest, and this is the game to do it in. This is the one. Rest up, heal up, and let's get back strong because we need you for that playoff push. Dak, get this job done because we still need a win. Get this high-powered offense. I need to see T.Y. get more than one catch this game. C.D., I don't even need to ask anything of you. You've been doing your job. But Noah Brown, Michael Gallup, where the hell are y'all at? Wake up and get it together. I'm trying to see some action this Thursday night. T.P., man, how you feeling about the Cowboys and the bright lights? Well, I mean, our entire season's pretty much in the bright lights, whether it's a 4 o'clock game, a, a Sunday night game, or a Monday night game. So we're 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 pretty much – always in the prime time. However, with that being said, also, I, I, well, I just, I just want to bring these guys to your point or to your attention. Did you guys know the word, I believe the only team <clears throat> to have three wins against 11 win teams this season? I did know that. Yeah. I yeah. saw that stat as well. And we won five, like five games against eight win teams. That's just to the Cowboys point of, you know, you never really know which Cowboys team is going to show up because again, we're beating 11 team wins and then we lose to, the Texans, so it's, it's not. Was it the Texans? Who lose to? No, I'm sorry, Jacksonville, Jacksonville, Jacksonville. I'm sorry, not not Texans. However, we almost lost to them. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's. I was thinking about that. My childhood trauma when we lost to the Texans the first in their first game of existence, and I cried myself to sleep that night. However, uh the Titans are going to be missing like half of their roster, so. This is the perfect time for Michael Parsons to rest. This is the perfect time for guys like Tony Pollard to rest. Lane Vanderus is going to be out. So it's going to give some of these younger guys and maybe Anthony Barr, like Damone Clark or Damon Clark, you know, give them some some reps. Let them guys really figure out what's going on in the middle of the field. Um, Deron Bland is still playing excellent. Maybe he'll get a little bit more work on the outside just in case we need to use him in the playoffs as the cornerback opposite of um, Trayvon Diggs. And then Alexander in the slots, we can get, you know, get guys acclimated, get, you know, get a good feel for what's going on in the, on, on the game, get, you know, get acclimated with the game speed. Because this Cowboys team, man, we, we're going to have a tough, a, a real daunting task going into this playoffs. Um, I know I, we, we, we don't really like to look ahead, but, you know, you kind of have to. Michael Gallup, he hasn't really shown up. Hefe, that's a very good point. He hasn't really shown up. Granted, he did score. He scored in certain spurts. Let me score against the Eagles. So... You know, but I kind of want to see T.Y. Hilton get some more reps, get him involved, because obviously we're going to need him for the playoffs. Otherwise, we wouldn't have signed him for any reason. However, he did make an excellent play, you know, two excellent plays against the Philadelphia Eagles, drawing that 
pass interference and that obviously the 57 yard catch on a third and 30, but we need him and Dak to, you know, get more in tune, not just with the fly routes or the, you know, the go routes, but, you know, see if we can get something in the middle of the field. Obviously CD lamb is playing um, at an outstanding level. I do want to apologize here. First and foremost to you, CD lamb. I don't know if I've done this yet. I don't remember, but I do want to apologize to you. I was speaking slanderously about you um, the first couple of weeks of the season I felt like you were letting me down and you were a number one receiver. You've obviously proven to be so. Otherwise, you wouldn't be selected as a Pro Bowl receiver. So I do want to apologize. But the Cowboys here, we have a gift in a sense because Derrick Henry is also listed as doubtful. Hefe, thank you for letting me know that. Um, so the Cowboys really can get – I don't want to call this a practice game because no game against professionals is going to be practice. But the Cowboys can really get some things in order here. They can, you know, get some guys some reps that are going to need the reps to get prepared for the playoffs because it's a completely different beast, different animal. And especially if we end up playing, having to play Tom Brady or this Carolina Panthers team, who's kind of coming on strong as of late. So this Dallas Cowboys team against this Tennessee Titans game or against this Tennessee Titans team. Um, we've kind of been gifted here again. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but it's somewhat of a gift. Um, Ryan Tannehill is not going to be playing. So Malik Willis will also be starting so we can get after the quarterback. Again, these guys, they, some of these young guys, they need reps. Guys that aren't playing as much, they need reps. And some of these other guys need rest. Lane Van Der Esch is obviously out. Michael Parsons definitely needs rest. And Tony Pollard with the thigh need to get some rest as well. So if we can rest these guys, come back healthy, as you said, F.A., I don't see the issue. Yeah. Trev, man, how how you feeling about this one? feel like it's a game we have to win. And at the end of the day, just win the game. I don't really care how it's done. Um for me, this game means that, you know, we win it, we take it seriously, we don't even play around with these guys. It just means that we're serious. We're serious about, um, you know, what we plan to do in the playoffs. We're serious about, um, you know, if we rest guys, we, we, we know we're serious about everything else. Um, the Titans are essentially waving the um, the white flag um, this matchup. Um, they've got a rookie quarterback who hasn't shown any proficiency for passing the football just yet. They um, are missing their top skill position player in Derrick Henry, and I'm so upset about that because, um, you know, he's facing the Cowboys, and I have him in um, in fantasy. But actually, I wasn't that mad about it. I was like, man, what a Derrick Henry struggle. And I started him because, like, it's Derrick Henry. I had to start him. Um, so, yeah. But um, So I'm going to have to bench Derrick Henry this week um, in a crucial match. But, um, yeah, overall, I just hope we get the win. I don't really care how it looks. Um, it's Thursday Night Football, so nothing else will be on. All eyes will be on it. Uh, which makes me think that, yeah, um, maybe the uh, Titans find a way to cover, um, you know, primetime games with huge spreads like this um, make me want to stay away from them. So I probably will. Um, but I did get the Cowboys on a teaser um, a couple days ago, actually. My teaser was um, it included Dallas being one of the teams, but this was before Dallas was a 12 point favorite. Um, so I got them Dallas basically winning the game right now, along with uh, three other teams that I'll share on the um, next uh, episode of the podcast. But, I mean, I think it's a winnable game. They should win. I mean, heads are going to roll. It's going to be talked about if they don't win the game. So, I mean, they just have to figure that one out. But overall, I feel confident. Um, it'd be nice to see Cooper Rush get some reps, um, reps in this game. I think there might be an opportunity to do that as well. Um, Tony Pollard, uh, he seems to be a little banged up. I wonder if they rest him. I think they should keep him as fresh as possible just so, um, you know, we can continue. I think we've got another running back. Um, I know we do. I just can't think of his name. He's a third stringer. Um, hopefully he gets some meaningful play time. Um, 
just get people in the game because these same people that are um you know that I would like to see get some reps I hope they also get reps um the following week as well um just because going into the playoffs um you never know what could happen you never know who you have to call upon um I, I think it, the whole team to be as um prepared as possible is the best thing and um sometimes practice um can't have that effect as a you know real game with live action so um I do hope everyone uh comes prepared and ready but I just hope we win man I really don't care how about much um it'd be nice if we you know won very convincingly but if we don't I mean I understand that too so um but we shall see what happens um on Thursday night football Cowboys versus uh Titans Malik Davis yeah. Yeah, Malik Davis, and every time his name has been called upon, he has he has done what he needs to do. And what's that? He's he's gotten he's gotten the yards. He's gotten he's gotten a touchdown. He's got a nice touchdown run in one of the games he played in. Yeah, what else did he do? The Colts. He 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 hasn't gotten playing time. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, like, um, I'm saying he hasn't had he hasn't had a game, or I haven't seen anything like, oh my gosh, like you know, this guy's about to. I'm scared to face him next, you know, or something like that. That was ultimately saying he there's not enough film for him to be impressed. That's ultimately what he said. That's, I'm not impressed yet. So when he when he yes, gets in the much. game, he moves. I've seen him move the chains when he gets in the game. He's really <laughs> when he when he's in the game, it is cleanup time to Trev's point. But yes, you are correct, Jeff Hefe, because that is what he that is what he does. <laughs> and we saw a nice TD run, like you said, against the uh, the Colts. So you know he gets it done. But you know, hopefully we all get it done. Hopefully, whoever's out there, who's ever starting this week for the Cowboys, hopefully they get it done. Hopefully it all gets done. But you can go ahead, you can join Triple Babble back this Saturday as we recap Thursday night action and get into some Sunday plus Monday night football action as the Bucks look to lock up the division against the Panthers. The Chiefs and, and Bills continue to push for that one seed in the AFC, while Lions, Giants, Commanders, Dolphins, Patriots, Jets, Seahawks, Chargers, Packers, and Steelers continue to push for wildcard positioning. Until then, I hope everyone enjoys this Thursday night football action, and I'll see you all this Saturday for our final podcast of the 2022 year. Until then, El Jefe is out. Yeah, man, it's 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 been a fun year. Uh, Thursday nights, you know, it's been it's been fun. Cowboys gonna round out the Thursday night football. Of course, the NFL wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, you know, see you guys on the on the other side. Au revoir. TP's out. All right, everyone. Uh, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Triple Battle Podcast. We really appreciate it. Um, for sticking with us all season. Um, yeah, check us out um, on our platform, Spotify, as well as Apple Podcasts. On Spotify, there's a video option now so you can see our beautiful faces as we talk about football and the Dallas Cowboys. Um, give us a rating on those um, applications, on those platforms. We really appreciate it. Like I said, we look forward to discussing uh, the upcoming games as well as recapping the Thursday Night Football game in the next episode. But until then... Uh, this is Trev, and um, I'm signing out on Triple Babble for today, and we'll see you in the next one. Go Cowboys!